0: our podcast. This is Tea Time with the Psychos. Our vision for this podcast is to highlight mental health issues and topics while also having a bit of fun.
1: (laughs) Um, I am Caitlin Keneally. I'm a psychotherapist and soon-to-be author. Uh, More details to follow throughout the season on that venture.
0: And I'm Elizabeth Nelson, a mental health advocate and soon-to-be therapist in training.
1: Yes. Uh, To receive our monthly newsletter, head over to our website, Tea Time with the Psychos, um, and enter your email, actually. Uh, This will help you. Stay updated with all our new and exciting things. Yes.
0: <laughs> and this season, season two, um, theme is about community. Yes. So, so thank, thank you, you for joining us. us. Hello. Hello.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> it's been a while. So uh, we've been trying to figure out how to. Uh, record.
0: Yeah, or we forgot how to record, which is two buttons, but yeah, we're here for it now.
1: All right, well, it is freezing here in Wisconsin. Feels like negative... 26.
0: I don't know it's cold. <laughs> it was snowing today so I do like snow but I don't like the cold with it. I,
1: I'm not a big fan you know Um, and then everyone's like why do you live in Wisconsin? Uh, I,
0: I don't do know. ask myself that. I do too. I do. I, maybe at
1: some point once I finish establishing my empire um, I, I will be uh, you know I'll get to go away during this yeah. season and then come back to my lake house. Is that That's what I people? see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like two houses. What
1: is that called this sn- not a snowbird Yeah well is that's it- what it
0: is oh. yeah a snowbird is what you will be.
1: All right. So today, I know we've talked about this in the past, but we are going to talk about body image. Yes. Um, and the reason we're going to talk about that is because not only has it been a general theme uh, in sessions, which I was explaining to Liz, you'll definitely find, um, but I think it's an important time of the year. You know, we kind of kick off the year with all these ambitious goals or mm-hmm. intentions. And then I think reality kind of sets in um, and our body is often what is targeted and I don't want Want to overgeneralize, but I think men and women. um, But since I, you know, deal with a lot of women daily um, through therapy, I think that this is a is a big issue. Well, don't you think
0: it can be targeted because it feels like the only thing you could probably control that has like a more immediate result than maybe working on like yourself inside? So I think that that's why it gets targeted.
1: And I think as, you know, a woman myself, like, I think it, it, the... I'm c- policing myself, but then we've also trained other women to police other women. Yes. So there's, like, this systemic effect that happens that, like, the, even culturally, they, men don't even need to do it because typically they're not even the ones doing it. You know yep. what I mean? Like, uh, I can't tell you how many times, you know, it's been like, well, you're beautiful just the way you are. Like, I, you know, my husband has never made me feel... Uh, that I'm supposed to be something different, any of my past relationships, it's all been me. (laughs) Yes, and I
0: think that when I was like, I think we should talk about body images because I think, if we've talked about this before, and I feel like maybe we have, but it's more or less like the inside, like Mm. what we tell ourselves. and so I think maybe you don't see it going this way today with this episode, but like, really correlating like what you say and what you think and you inside is going to have the biggest transformation on any physical appearance you're trying to work on. Correct. And I think we like forget to talk about that. Mm-hmm.
1: But and I think that, that the reason we do that is because we have been trained to police ourselves and our body and then other women or other people have also been trained in that same way, right? Okay. Like how many yeah. times does somebody walk past you, you look Right. And it's OK to look. But then when you take that message and then you compare, that's where the issue kind of comes in. Or even you'll see somebody. Oh, why are they wearing that? Why do, why does that matter to me? Yes. Oh, that, is that does that shirt looks a little small? Why, why does that impair my life? And that's what I get. That's where I mm-hmm. think it gets completely convoluted in the sense that we can't escape it because we've been trained so hard to police ourselves and to police other women.
0: Yes. I wish we had UK (laughs) listeners because, like, I always think about, like, our teeth Mm -hmm. and, like, how have they as a society just embraced whatever it is and have not put this, like, oh, your teeth need to be super white, they need to be super straight. Like, I'm sure our Visaline commercials, (laughs) like, the statistics of how often they run here compared to there is, like astronomical right yeah
1: no absolutely cultural differences yeah and so um obviously I've taken a lot of classes when I taught gender yes. and women's studies too you know um we also looked at cultural differences and sizes I mean it's all socially constructed yes. so it American beauty standard and culture is customized to us which is what
0: we live in right and
1: it's easy to look at other people and their standards but uh, it's all a social construct do
0: you think that starting with like saying when we see something say we see an image on Facebook or Instagram or a billboard and we have this immediate negative thought maybe towards ourselves or towards them the number one question to ask ourselves is why am I thinking this
1: yeah or how effective is this thought That's often what I go back to. If I can train anybody on anything in sessions is how effective was that, right? Right. How effective has this negative thought about your body been? You know what I mean? And then it's you challenging yourself and trying to work through that narrative. Why do I care what this other person looks like, right? Why can't I love my body in that way? You know what I mean? You spend the most amount of time, guess what, with yourself and your body. Yeah. (laughs) Like 100% can't get away with this. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, like, and if we can start to switch the narrative and recognize you spend the most time with your body and is that experience a peaceful experience? Yeah. Is it a healthy experience? And most of the time what you're going to say is no, because I'm critical. Even today, I was critical of myself. I was like, what, Caitlin? Whatever. But I I do a very good job of catching and flipping the script. Yes. So I try not to live in it. Has that always been my experience? No, not at all. But I would also say a different piece now, as I'm getting older is understanding that my body is changing and it's supposed to. Yes. <laughs> that is the other thing that I don't think that I have been properly trained in. No. So sort of accepting that and then also recognizing I don't want to look like I did when I was 20. I don't want to be that size because I'm a woman now, right? Like yeah. in my mind I've evolved out of that. And so why can't, my, why can't I always accept that so has my body?
0: And I do Think though for people because we tend to play this like narrative of. I need to be smaller, or I need this, or I need that. But maybe someone wants to be healthier. Mm -hmm. And so that transforms your body physically, anyways. And so, even if you do look like you were when you were 20, because you've prioritized your health or your physical movement, those are good things, too, because your body works for you. Your body is changing. Yeah. But so, like, right, we're always on this, like, oh, you're too tall, you're too skinny, or you're not this, or you want to look like that. Like, you have to. You have well, to figure out the, what you say. Right. Well,
1: with your body, too. I mean, it's a, one thing that term that we've used before in gender and women's studies is the Madonna whore complex. Okay? okay. Like, so women in sexuality, you can't be overly sexual. You can't be prude. You have, you know what I mean? It's okay. a lose lose situation. And so I often think about that with the way we look at our body, too. So, a uh, client who was here earlier, we have discussed things, and she is like, people will tell her to eat a cheeseburger. I'm like, what? because is too skinny, according, right? And then, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, I never, <laughs> no one's ever told me that. <laughs> I was like, shit, if somebody did, I, will. you got one. What, <laughs> it is, what did it say on your uh, your health chart? Oh, that you were well-developed. Well-developed. And well-nourished. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, re- that's how I've been defining my body. And I'm like, yeah, I am well-developed. That's a compliment. Yes. But the reason I think it's a compliment is because I had a patient on the other end of the spectrum tell me like I would love somebody to say that to me and I was like oh I didn't think of it that way
0: you know like to me it
1: was like a way of it's like that term
0: of like husky is, like, you know, (laughs) you'd rather be that than than on either side of that. Right, Right, because
1: technically my height and my body type, I'm supposed to be, like, a hundred and some pounds. Yeah, Yeah, that's not going to happen. And
0: I've accepted that. Well, and I was listening to just a, this is a whole other thing on another podcast, but it's the thought of, like, we can't always give total validation to the science that we have now because it takes... Years to change science. So right. just because we're learning something new, we can't expect it to validate us in these textbooks or these research things because right when you go into research it takes forever to mm-hmm. get something. Well to it takes about yeah, ten 20, years to yes, do a balanced yes. study. I was gonna then, say twenty, yeah. but I feel like that was long. Yeah, it's but so like just think about like don't define yourself by your BMI because BMI science has science behind it but also we've learned enough about it that yeah. it's not always going to be rational no and it's not always going to be to this to fire but so insurance companies have decided this is the number they're going to value put value on right which right. is a societal thing of insurance so like mm-hmm. us ourselves basing our worth on that BMI score
1: Right, but we're it's not
0: irrational and not right. effective. And true, it's not <laughs> yeah.
1: effective. That's what I would continue to go to back. Yes. Is that effective? Is that if you're correct? Is this a standard that we should be implementing? No, but yeah. yet we still do.
0: You know, yeah. And so well, that's what I think about clothes. Mm-hmm. And so if I could do anything in my life, I'd make clothes. Yep. And I, I wouldn't I, make them.
1: I'd produce them. Yes, and sell them.
0: but design <laughs> them however. But like I think that was my biggest thing that I had to learn is not every style. Is going to be the style that I like on my body, so I have within this last year like made it a priority of myself to find those things that I do. Which means you have to try and close, which I also hate because we're gonna get all sweaty and you're in there and you're trying to She's on a sweater. Clothes. I am not. But yeah, like finding those and then just realizing how confident and what you're what you're saying to yourself in the mirror, how automatically it kind of starts to change a little bit and becomes mm-hmm. easier because you feel good in your clothes. Yeah. Like because you find clothes that you enjoy and appreciate your body and all of its curves or not curves. Like right.
1: I I think what happens is the reason we police our bodies so hard is because we're often distracting against looking at ourselves in the mirror and having the hard conversation. So it's easy-ish to say, oh, well, if I just get... Uh, if I just lose 10 pounds, mm-hmm. then somehow I'm going to get a result. But what have but,
0: you? What do you say? You say, so what's going to change when you lose the 10 pounds?
1: Correct. But what I'm getting at is, so it's easier to say, I want to focus on this 10 pounds and I'm going to distract myself with that. Instead of, is there something sitting unresolved within you? Does that yeah. make sense? That, huh, is this a deeper issue? Because oftentimes it's a deeper issue yes. than what is really going on. But But we're looking, it could be something going on inside, and we can't control that feeling because we don't know what it is or whatever is Mm -hmm. happening in here. But what can we control? We can control, I want to lose 10 pounds. We can control the narrative we're saying, but Mm -hmm. then when that 10 pounds doesn't come off, Right? It pushes us deeper into not looking at ourselves and deeper into, I need to focus on this distraction even further. Yeah. Right? I, and it almost instead of, we look at it as it's going to solve, but yeah. it actually creates more issues.
0: Yes. And that's, the, I think, what I was getting at earlier was when you had you had told me something about a different life choice I was trying to make. Or I kept telling you, like, <laughs> if only I had this. If only I did this. And you were like, and once you have it, what do you think is going to be different? <laughs> when in reality, probably nothing was because she was being insightful and seeing beyond that. Like, right once I obtain that, there's going to be these things. So it's not just with body image. It's just you in general, of your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, what has shaped you to be this way. Mm -hmm. But if you don't start looking into that, I don't think your physical goals are ever going to be met. And they won't, which again,
1: removes you further away from self. So if I can teach you anything, which is a bunch of things, is know yourself and get to know yourself because you spend the most time with yourself. And instead of saying, this physical piece, and I'm going to do this, um, even though it hasn't worked the eight other times I'm going to do it, is there something deeper going on, right? Is there something, is there some other piece? Because the physical stuff will eventually happen when you're taking care of your narrative taking care of your thoughts who you are and it's so different for everybody too so it's easy to get caught up in well look at that person look at this one and again that removes you from self And it just keeps happening. And the more you do that, the worse it's going to (laughs) be. Yes.
0: The more, if you continue. Well, what is your other line? She has so many lines (laughs) that I try. I should start, I should make money off of your lines on a book. But it is, oh, God, what is it? It's just say, what did you just say? Something about, damn it, fuck, ja. We're not swearing in this. (laughs) Um, oh god now it's gonna come back okay she'll so think about
1: it when she's in the shower all I, by herself yes
0: that is when yes and I shouldn't get like a waterproof notebook in there yeah, so that, that I can that start start it. That stuff stuff. um okay back to body image, but when it comes back because it's another line that she uses and it's very relatable mm-hmm. um but yeah Okay, I want to know more about, what is this Madonna-whore complex? Is that it's a lose-lose situation.
1: Okay. So that women, and specifically women, not just always, but with sexuality, you, uh, we are constantly going back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense that be sexual, but not too sexual, right? Because okay. then you'll be a whore.
0: Okay. Right. And so is the Madonna part of it because she embodied that middle ground or because...
1: It could be open to interpretation okay. mm-hmm. because I think the Madonna you're thinking about might mm-hmm. not be the Madonna in the uh, example. But okay. That's okay. So I gotta. Look look, it up. I gotta look it up. It just basically what it's getting at is that women aren't allowed that spectrum of sexuality. Okay. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. You're you're a prude. Yeah.
1: Or you're this, right? And so it's just like that. And so same with our bodies as well. Mm-hmm. Research, there's tons of feminist articles that are out there, movies about this, clothing, magazines. I mean, truthfully, I don't know if you've ever really looked at magazines, of not even just magazines, but when you're scrolling through Amazon, let's say, yep. and you're looking up clothes, mm-hmm. do you ever see a woman's face?
0: Um, not a truthful woman, probably not. No, not until you click the review, which is the tip and trick, right? Well, so, what
1: is advertised? Do you ever see a woman's head?
0: I need to click like with that. So, if I wanted to buy a dress and I'm Google, I'm in Amazon, and you do I'm do it. like it up right now. I let's know. Do it. Let's do it. Yeah, this is a, this is a
1: real life podcast. Yeah, it's happening. Okay,
0: we're here. I got Amazon.
1: Amazon. Look, just Google a dress. Okay you see women's faces
0: um no unless you're at the top here so oh, technically the there right, we but some. then no until I click on the image you see a little bit a little bit but no that's a strategy okay Everyone <laughs> better do this right now, because I'm not going to be the only one. And I want
1: you guys to look up, what, why is that? Right? Maybe, I don't know, are you going to find that same thing? Why don't you look up, um, I don't know, I don't know, look up men's shirt.
0: Yeah, I will. Men's shirt. Oh, it's even sometimes worse. There's no men. Mm-hmm. And, and so sometimes
1: tough. the they'll, they'll
0: do those you get a little bit more face on men. A little bit. I think okay. they did like the video. They would do the video in the women's dress thing. Oh. So like that's where did
1: different. did a Um, But anyway, what I'm getting at is um, typically in advertisements for women, they're going to be cut off or there's going to be one way of looking at it. And it's going to be one type of body that we see here. Yeah. So what what does that perpetuate? Who's in charge of doing that? What narrative does that tell somebody? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That anything that you're looking at, especially when it comes to bodies, there's a message. Yes, there is a is a very right. All those people were probably like a size zero. Yes, right, definitely. I've never. Well, they're size computer
0: zero. generated, so well, there's probably not even an actual freaking size that they're that is created in the world to fit them. But
1: people will hold themselves to that standard. Yeah. Why don't I look like that? Why is this? Why you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And again, it removes you from self, even though you spend the most time with yourself. Yeah. Well, I have. I, It creates a complex that doesn't even really exist. The majority of people with that body type are actually the minority, right? The majority is something completely different, so why does the minority still get all of well, because we let it, right? Like,
0: we as the consumer. Yes. But, yeah. Yes.
1: So, it, there's just a constant message. And for body and growing up, I, I can't even... So, if we thought it was bad growing up. The amount of technology that these kids have and the exposure... <clears throat> exposure,
0: yes. Is, Which then brings it to, like, really looking at if body image is your journey that you want to be at. Like, yeah. really surrounding... Like, you have to think about how technology has infiltrated and, like, almost is the umbrella of our life, it is everywhere, how are you going to save yourself a little bit from Mm -hmm. that, from that lie? Like, so you have to start surrounding yourself with truthfulness or things that you uh, associate with on a regular basis and like unfollowing people that you might not know or even people that you know is okay. Yeah. In order to help Starting as you would say, flipping the script
1: and following body positivity, and people that again they don't have to be the exact body type as you but fit a narrative that feels good to you.
0: There's a girl we followed together. The only reason I know this because I didn't know that I followed this girl until I was like, Oh, Caitlin follows her. She talks about body positivity, mm-hmm. and um, it just is about so we always think that the narrative has to be positive, but right. it doesn't always have to be positive. It has to be realistic and neutral. Mm -hmm. And so I don't even know this lady so I can't even ask you for an example. But Let's talk about examples of looking in the mirror and, like, saying something negative or comparing ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy with my body where it at because I know it's functioning. Yep. Things like that. What um, a, I am, know you have a lot of I am of those. healthy.
1: I am able-bodied. The thing, so I'm very big into affirmations. Every mirror in my house has affirmations. I have the affirmation app. I've got so many things that literally anytime a negative pops in, I try to flip it with that. But I'm, the attitude of gratitude. I'm grateful that I was able to walk this morning. You Mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because we take all of these things so for granted and mm-hmm. anything can be taken away at any time, you know? Yeah. And when it comes to our body, we are so critical of it. But at any point, that it could not function in the way that we should be appreciative of. So why do I care that I have a belly roll, right? Why am I thinking about, oh my god, I have to buy a swimsuit for when I go on vacation? I was like, why is there so much pressure mm-hmm. <laughs> surrounding a fucking, like, in the grand scheme of we things. We should all be naked on the beaches. <laughs> That's the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme but, of things, I'm like, I deal with people every day and try to keep them alive. That's yeah. truthful. Yeah. I... You know what, I might not be a heart surgeon, and I'm not, you know, hooked up to all of this, but, like, a brain doctor Mm -hmm. trying to keep people alive, and now I'm thinking about a trip that's a couple months down the road, and, like, huh, I wonder how I'm gonna look in a swim. Who the fuck cares, Caitlin? Like, why, why? But that's something, right? It's real, and so now I have to play with that in my head, but I have a lot of tools, whereas... A sixteen-year-old or a twelve-year-old, you know what I mean? They don't have these skills, and so then they're going to go off of right because their brains aren't fully developed and the socialization piece. Mm -hmm. What are other people doing? So that peer-to-peer is so important. And can you imagine what it would be like if we had a bunch of like healthy little girls and boys (laughs) that just embraced their body? So oftentimes, uh, a lot of the research, especially within feminism, has been focused on women and all of this, but men are experiencing this, too, and it's coming up, especially the the higher rates of anorexia and all of this. So the pressure really isn't just on us. It's on everybody. And I think that that's important to note because guys also...
0: (laughs) Well, right, but then we have this narrative for them that they need to suppress this. Yeah. And they shouldn't talk about this, and they shouldn't be worried about their bodies. But then yet we... As a society, are also judging them. Yes. Are they able to protect? Like, it's all that, like, are they, do they look like they could protect us? Do they not? Like, oh, you're not the dad bod phase. Oh, like, yeah. I just think of that. Like, we have, we always are, like, putting them in this category where they should fit. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, and it's a different type of pressure, just, like, so we have pressure as well. Can you imagine of just, like, accepting people, like, (laughs) how much, okay, well, I just accept you for who you are, like,
0: it. well, and then here's my question, which might get us a little off topic, and then we'll come back to it, I know we will, but, like, does that start because we've put pressure on parents who think that they have to create these, like, individual little, like... I don't know, Greek goddesses that like fit these molds. Because I think that's where it starts. It starts in pe- the home. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: starts in the home. And yeah. so that's where when I work with people, I this is a big thing. What messages did you receive about your body growing up? Mm-hmm. Number one. And I really want you to think about that. Mm-hmm. Write them down. Because it's truthful. All of a sudden you're like, holy shit. Um, did people, did they, you know, poke at you? Did they say you were a little chubby? Did they say you would look too skinny? Did they police, were your shorts too short? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, were you you allowed certain things uh, or you had a, a stricter dating schedule because you were a girl compared to boys will be boys don't ever say that like if you, could, <laughs> oh my gosh like that needs to stop yes. but like um also so the, the the messages that we received growing up completely have an impact doesn't mean it has to stay that way but have an impact on who we are but as why adults. do you
0: think as parents parents feel that they have to have messages
1: where did they learn? Right.
0: Because they... like, But so that's what I'm trying to say is like... Well, if when you look at back, it from
1: like culturally... what? So let's look at our parents' generation. Yeah. My mom's generation was you get married right out of high school. Your mm-hmm. value was connected to... You getting married, having kids, and settling down. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I am 36, and I'm still not ready, and I can fully admit that. Yeah. I am, like, I'm not ready for kids. I yeah. To me, it is a bigger commitment than I don't buy the narrative. You'll figure it out. Okay? <laughs> Um, that sounds like a terrible way to go about having a child. Meh, I'll just figure it out. Yeah. No, um, I'm saying no to that.
0: But sometimes that is the case, right? You have a plan, and you think you have some knowledge, and then you, then you have can figure to, it out. You have to go with it. That's yeah. okay.
1: I I get that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, no, that doesn't fit. So that narrative was set. You were supposed to do those things, mm-hmm. and so your beauty standard was what set to catching a mate. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: And what does catching a mate mean? Being, I need to be some, I need to fit it, a, whatever all, standard. The stereotype, yes. And okay. so I think that that's how it started. And okay. then perpetually, I mean, even my Because oldest,
0: then your worth as a parent is only if your child correct. is able to meet these needs. Okay, correct. I hear you. So it
1: all really correlates back to, <laughs> yes. the, to those things. But I mean, I've had patients sit in here and tell me, my mom told me I needed to be a certain weight, otherwise I was never going to get married and get out of this house. Like... What? My dress needed to do this so that it attracted this type of person.
0: Okay, yeah. My
1: need. Uh, I never, listen, I'll give it to Kimmy. I, my mom said, Caitlin, that's baby fat. And I, even to this day, I'm like, oh yeah, that's just a little baby fat. And I'm like, no, it's fucking full adult fat, so I don't know. I still haven't accepted that, but I still like, I'm like oh no. My mom didn't talk about my weight negatively. Anytime I brought it up, because um, I, I looked a little bit different, um, she, just, she just told me to love myself. And like, it was never fully an mm-hmm. issue, but she was like, oh, but we could do healthier things. She came To a a resolution that didn't involve me chastising or hating myself. Mm I did that to myself as I
0: Well, you learn that from friend groups and schools and then media or whatever. Right.
1: What is that? Oh, who do you, you know, what are we constantly asking? Little kids. Oh, do you like somebody? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a boyfriend? Now, are we asking them, is it based off of morals and values? And are you going to marry this person? It's probably based off of liking. You know what I mean in that. And so those messages. Well, are you
0: you able to attract someone to that future? Yes. Yes. Um,
1: And so then you start to learn those things and then thinking about like the eating disorder that I had in high school. Like I like can't even, I love to eat, so whoa, you know, due to all of these different dynamics, but things that were happening, I'm just like, oh my God. I used to
0: remember in high school, I would wake up and my dad woke up very early and I'd do this fucking ab video. Really? Because I just wanted abs because the worth of it for <laughs> me was that my stomach was never this, because my stomach has never been in the standard of physically fit. has <laughs> never looked physically fit. But I'll tell you what, the stomach has ran miles. <laughs> it has played yeah. basketball. Like, it has done its Liz, job. you have a really nice body. But I yeah. never thought that. And so I remember waking up, my dad never questioned me. Yeah. Granted, he's a man of very few words, but like, why was I up doing freaking beach body abs? Oh, God. See, I was just starving myself. So,
1: you know, I just wouldn't eat. And I think about that and, like, all oh. of those things. And, like, I love food, so yeah. clearly. Um, But, like, what was going on, right? What's yes. going on? So that's what I'll get back to what I said in the beginning. What was going on internally that I couldn't control and function that I thus then turned to something that I could control? And oftentimes it's going to go to weight because we can control that sometimes. Yes. You know what I mean? It's a distraction against what's going on with self. So, when we go into these situations, you're right. I've got friends of all body types, but I love everybody. Like, I don't look at it that way. Have I caught myself being like, oh, I, you know, or comparing? Absolutely. Yes. It happens. I just don't sit in it. Well, I don't live within right, it.
0: Right. That's what I wish we could always tell the young, our younger selves Or like, why is it until, because I hate those saying that, you're wiser when you're older. Yes, you are, but that's just my happen chance, right? Like, mm-hmm. Let's do experience. Yes, you have years, but, like, why is it with body image that, like, I'm sure my body image has shifted so much where I appreciate who I am and what my body can do now, but I was not telling myself that 10 years ago, but how come... We have to be have experience to gain that.
1: Well, I don't think we have to. I think we just have to start talking okay. about it and teaching people properly, right? So yes. when I think about therapy and I think about how we could really shift this narrative is being proactive about body image, right? Yep. Proactive on teaching people these skills that you can control your thoughts. You can control, um, you know, how you feel about yourself and your beauty standard is what you want your beauty standard to be, you know? Think about makeup and integration of makeup. Yes. Think about freaking boobs and, like, <laughs> oh, my God, you know? Like, all of these really big things that happen, freaking pimples. I and know. And, like, period. Like, yes. you're, all of these monumental moments get very, like... <laughs> Convoluted and like, oh my God! It, it turns into this thing that it doesn't necessarily have to turn
0: into. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I was looking for this guy because he's a he's a great guy to follow, but he always is like he's the he's the double edged sword of like body image and physically wanting to be healthy but also mentally allowing yourself to like sit on the couch today it's okay you don't have to work out and be physically active seven days a week why don't you just focus on what you really enjoy doing and maybe adding some physical activity to that for longevity of life Mm -hmm. like not for somebody else's personal reason or not and so maybe in the Description. We'll share it when I find it later. But well, and I just think
1: that like your journey with your body, embrace that, and it's okay to be unique with it, Mm -hmm. and try different things. Like how wonderful is that? that is with us (laughs) and that we should take care of it but taking care of it just just doesn't mean that physical piece it mainly should start mentally right how Mm -hmm. am I talking to myself so if you're finding yourself talking to yourself right you're like hey Caitlin well what can I do to start shifting my focus and think how are you talking to yourself right and if it is negative write down all your negative ones that you're saying and then flip the script what would I choose to believe about myself instead so when I look in the mirror and I say oh it's just belly <laughs> just baby, baby fat. <laughs> or, you know what? Oh, well, here's one. Um, I want to fit into this pair of jeans. Or I want to... Pay yes! This, this, uh. Right? I can say... <laughs> like, what is it going to take? Or what would I... Does this really matter? Yeah. Does, is this... Right? Like, is wearing that pair of work That's a fucking belt. ...that a little tight. Why do they put <laughs>
0: holes on belts? There should be no holes on belts. Right. It, we have the technology to do this little cinch thing sure. that does its job. Right. But that's another gauge of, like, oh, what is happening to my body? What am I doing? Oh, I've gained a, be- I've gained a hole or I've lost a hole, yeah. right? Yep. And it's just like like this constant reminder. Our feet don't change fucking sizes. We wear the same shoes once we get older. Every size. I know what I'm going to buy when I'm buying it. Right. Like, but even thinking about how
1: underwear is made and bras are made, it's not necessarily the most accommodating for people that don't fit the this slim standard. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: There's a lot of chafing that happens yeah. in the back arms. But and, yeah.
1: like I've said, if we could design clothes or even yeah. like, I would love to, I wouldn't be the designer. Like I said, I'm the brains of the operation. Yeah, but like calling it's not a size you're a pearl you're a gem you're you're a freaking i don't really you're a rainbow today
0: yeah but see here's my issue and i know she doesn't want me to get into this she doesn't even know this is my issue we still by society standards and measuring cloth and stuff we're still taking measurements
1: but if if we had a system in place so it makes me think of like stitch fix right okay like they customize you do all this stuff and you get to say like whatnot but like if that's how it was if we embraced clothing in that way that it was Specialized in custom. Yes, there's going to be some measuring. I Uh, I don't know. That's
0: what I want. That's why I want this dangled carrot. How do I get out of this measuring? (laughs)
1: That, well, you know what? I'll critically think about yes, it. Critical. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. critically. Add the tuna to that yeah, one, that's as all I said it, yeah. earlier. To the map of yeah. Um. So think about that, because that could be something cool. And I know, right? But why do we have this in other standards, in other beauty standards across the culture? Do they have it as much, or do they have one, right? I think of like that's a true. robe. Right?
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's still
1: sizes
0: within that, but it's more, you it's know. It's like uniformed. Yes. But do I want to wear all the same clothes you want to wear? Hello. no. <laughs> you don't want to wear these boots? I don't want to wear those boots. Actually, I, her boots are pretty cute. I was looking at them today. I was like, ooh, those are looking nice. Yes, but I love boots. But I can't wear leather pleather pants. You look so good in them. I love pleather. I put them on, and the negative self-talk is outrageous. Really? Why? And I have tried multiple brands. I have no idea. I wonder...
1: Okay, so the inside of here is yeah. like the inside of um fuzzy pants. Okay. So it's like I'm wearing pajama pants right okay. now, but the outside is different. But I bet... These are J-Lo. Okay. So J-Lo's curvy. I am curvy. And I like her brands. I also like Jessica Simpson's brands too, okay. and the st- the style and stuff. Okay. But I like go to TJ Maxx. Yeah, but
0: you could try these. Well, I'm about ready to let you try my pleather pants that have sat in the top of my I'll closet my, because I, I do like those. Yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
1: So long story, story short, short um, yeah. honestly, this it's it's a hard time of year. If you're struggling right now specifically with your body, what I'm going to encourage you to do is give yourself some grace. It's okay. It's a natural time, I would say, to have that. But then thinking about... I really, what do you
0: tell yourself and yeah. focusing on the inside instead of this, oh, I'm going to count calories, I'm going to make it to the gym, I'm going to eat better, I'm going to meal prep. Like Those are, as Kayla would say, the distractions, mm-hmm. and you're avoiding this piece that actually is going to. What's going to. on internal, yes. right?
1: Right? And also thinking about what messages you received growing up. What messages are you receiving right now about your body? Because pol- people police your body now, right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I didn't lose any. Like, I stayed the same weight for my wedding. I think, naturally, the, <laughs> a couple weeks before, I started dropping weight because you're stressed as fuck. But, like, people being like, oh, are you going to go work out? Or, oh, are you going to try to fit? Yeah. Nope. Uh, this is what you're marrying, so this is what you're getting. Yeah. You know, that was my mentality, but it was other people policing me so yeah. are people policing you and then how could you start to have better boundaries with yourself and these people because also culturally you know you'll look at oh they've lost weight why Why does that matter? They're still the exact same person that they were. Or the other piece, you know, there's just so many different things. So if that's happening, you know, think about that. And then, you know, flip the script. Write down your negative cognitions that you're having about your body and flip it into something that you would prefer to believe about yourself and start trying to say those things to yourself. And take yourself. it
0: Tell you make it. And I yeah. say that and you have to say those opposite things. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't totally believe it Not this yet. week or next week or next month. But it will start to happen and you will start to cut yourself like you were talking yeah. about earlier. Like, why am I saying this? Like-
1: Another thing you could do is pick out the three body parts that you really like about yourself. There's something, even if it's not three, one, you're like, fuck, my clavicles are just <laughs> the shit. I, I don't know why. I used to think my clavicles were like the bomb. I've seen pictures. I'm like, Caitlin, what the fuck? But I loved them, right? <laughs> yeah. And then like, really, when if you can't flip it be like okay but I got fucking nice night- you know what maybe I got cankles today I don't know but my clavicles are on point or my yes. fucking tits I will tell you this now I like the size of my boobs right so no, I'm like how really can is. I keep the size of my boobs while well, I'm toning other areas right so that's your start-
0: number one goal yeah when you're I, like, <laughs> I <laughs> am, I'm like you
1: know what I like the size they are right now yeah uh, um, and that's just where I'm at could that yeah. change over time and I think that's the piece is it's okay that it changes.
0: Yes. That, that you made their way, yes. however it's changing, unless it's, like, hospital level not well. Right, but, like, yes.
1: giving, allowing yourself grace in the sense that, you know what, maybe in a month from now I'm going to be like, oh, I don't want my blah.
0: I don't know. But Well, it's I'm a- at a point, I hate my boobs and their size, they're too big. <laughs> like... And I just want to do anything, like, for them to be gone. And I don't, I've never had I'll, that. I'm on the embracing, this is, uh, I'm
1: on the embracing titty committee right 30s now. Dirty thirties, and I'm like, get rid of them.
0: Because,
1: yes, so take those tips and tricks. Um, be uh, kind to yourself. You spend the most yes. time with your body. Can you imagine what it would be like if you started treating your body just a little bit more respect, right? Yes. Um, and we'll go from there. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. you <laughs>